This time we're actually gonna try. We're gonna try. We're actually gonna try this time. We're gonna try this season, and that's why you should try to stick around. DW Co. Show. Darren here with you. Derek here with you. Derek. I'm here. Did you just try to do a dramatic... Uh, what do they call that? The smolder? What is the... <laughs> I don't know how that works, but... How are you doing? I'm doing... Well, you know how I'm doing. I'm doing I'm doing darn good. You're jacked on season three. I'm jacked on season three. We've got exciting things. We've got on-brand, off-brand to talk. We're going to kind of bring people up to speed who are new to the show and what we do there. We've got an awesome interview with uh, one of our good friends, Gracie Simmendinger. Yeah. And, dude. Oh, Let's shoot. talk about it. You, go, you go up, I'll go down. What? I can't hear you over the sound of my desk elevating. I'm going up now. Look at this. Look. Hydraulic. Not even hydraulic, I guess. Just, what is that? Pneumatic? I don't you, know. You got to be careful with the art on the wall. <laughs> Because uh, the desk will run into it. I just about knocked that off, but we're good. I saved it. We're good. Yeah, so we got a new uh, setup, uh, courtesy of the folks down at Purdue, courtesy of, well, not DW Co., DW Co. Venture Capitalist slash Interior Designer, and in this case, Interior Designer, Jessica White. And your wife. And uh, also known as uh, wife in the Darren and Jessica marriage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She uh, specced and, and measured and, and created these awesome uh, workstations, found them for us. And it is changing. Dude, I mean, seriously, Derek, like you have to notice a difference sitting in that desk right now. I, it's changing the way I live my life, dude. There's a few things that I've noticed already. Um, us being big guys, there's quite a bit more leg room uh, for me specifically. But, right. you know, more for you, you, you can kind of you can explore the space, as Bruce Dickinson says. <laughs> Um, yes. Christopher Walken. Right, absolutely. Uh, but I can look at this two angles. Oh wow! Check Did you, you out. Hey, huh. hey, I can see myself. Yeah. Anyways, I'm yeah, listening. Go ahead. Nice. Hey, wait, I can still see myself. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Also, just like elbow room. I don't. I can kind of spread out a little bit. I can, you know, put all my st my recording equipment up here. It's all. It's good. We're living good. Thanks for getting the desks. There's uh there's room for activities, and and you know the thing that I like is I, I mentioned this before, but. We kind of put a little network together. I am not, Derek is not uh, what you would call Wharton School of Business material, mm. you know, mm. not really Harvard business types, but yeah. we figure it out. Yeah. And uh, we put our network together. We put our heads together. We put our community together. Got a great price on these. Was excited about that. Love them. And um, we get to rep uh, one of the hottest interior designers in the area, Jessica White. <laughs> You can say that. Talk about downtown. How That's cool right. is that? So, I, I, Derek, we have this slogan about network. Yeah. Your network is your... Net worth. Say it again. Your network is your... Net worth. Let's just do it one more time. Your network is your... Net worth. I feel like we're at, <laughs> a one, of the, we're at one, of those, one of those yes man conferences. Oh, yeah. I feel like we're about to have to go out on the Sam's Club floor or something. Yeah. But <laughs> but that's what, you know, you say that because yeah. that's what we've been doing the last few days and trying to, well, maybe weeks. We've been trying to as assemble this recording studio in, in a yeah. networked way that we can talk fluidly with each other and... Um, integrated way. Very integrated way yeah. and, and leave the post-production behind. Like, let's do it networked in a way that we can do it all basically live like we're doing right now. Yeah. And so um, not only that, but 
this that's also what we're going to be talking about with Gracie too, as far as um, not just your your network as far as technology goes, but your network um, around the city, the people that are yeah. around you, the people that you're connected with, and communities and things like that. So. Um, your yeah. network is your net worth. It's valuable to connect people and to integrate them and to bring them together because that's powerful. And that's powerful in higher ed. That's powerful in communities. That's powerful in marketing. So yeah, anyway, so Gracie Simmendinger, I think is uh, probably as good of a first guest as we could have on the show, Derek. She is a uh, uh, president of the downtown council. She's uh, spent, she's going to tell who she is. She spent a long time working at nonprofits here, including Beam, where she's at right now. But I don't know a better connector mm -hmm. than Gracie. Gracie connects people like immediately. Yeah, we were talking about influential people, influential women in this city um, just earlier this morning. And her name made the list, you know. I, and I, I think as far and we continue to talk about the future of Jacksonville. And we'll talk a little bit about that in on brand off brand too. But it takes people like Gracie and she's laying the groundwork to make that happen. But there's people that are rallying behind those Female specifically that are um, going to be a, a big part of this city in the future. So that's a that's a really exciting talk to have. Well, Gracie is great, and and, and let's uh, let's kick to that uh, after what are we some words from Shelley. Is this the so, park that we went to when I was down there? It's the one downtown. That was oh, okay. So not I didn't go to this. So here's one. a good angle of, of what we were what we were going after. So that's what that looked like, and then obviously um, the final final product here. Well, so okay, so how would you what would you do differently? Because you're an actual professional creative person. I dude, I don't know. Like, I think the handwork could have been a lot better on this. Like, I mean, I appreciate the bricks, like whatever the bricks are made out of. Like that looks like big a red. That's time. big red shoe right there. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, uh, look at the detail. Yeah. Yeah, so the brick looks really nice, but the fountain is just, I don't know, like everything else is just like melted icing to me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I tried to sand down some of the icing a little with a little sanding brick, but. Is that why it's like blotched right there where you zooming in? Yeah, a little. <laughs> well, oh, no. right here? You know, you could just take like a hot knife or something and like melt it, smooth it out. It was all tough. And? I didn't know that. Where were you? I don't know how I got Excuse this icing me. on here. I put it on my fingers and just wiped so it. So you like finger painted I, it like a three-year-old. I did, literally. Yeah, I <laughs> finger painted it. So, you know, I'm no professional here. I'm just trying to find the easiest way to do things. Have you ever heard of fondant? Like the stiff icing that you can like mold like clay? Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Maybe you should try that next time. Like you could have easily made a sideways face out of that instead of just having a pair of dentures sticking out of the ground. You want to come help next year? It's nah. about the time that you come down to Jacksonville, so. Well, sure. Derek, I cannot think of a better person, a more important person to us uh, to have on downtown, uh, or listen to what I'm saying, to have on DW Co. show <laughs> than uh, downtown council's own president, Gracie Simmendinger. Uh, she has been... Uh, someone that from the first moment that I started uh, connecting with people in Jacksonville, uh, she's been there uh, supporting me, supporting others, connecting us. So that's the topic of the conversation. Gracie, thank you uh, for coming and joining us today. 
Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's fun to hear you guys talk about the first time that we really had a chance to interact and meet and spend time together through downtown council. You are such a great uh, networker. You're great at connecting people by their strengths. So um, maybe start out just by telling people a little bit about your background. I know that you work at Bean. You have a pretty broad experience. I think our audience especially uh, would get a lot out of because you've done, you've done, you've touched a lot of areas of community. Well, since this is, um, you know, D. White & Co. show, I do want to mention that I started off my professional career in university advancement fundraising uh, for Jacksonville University here in Jacksonville, Florida. So a lot of the branding stuff that I've learned um, and you guys have spoken about through the podcast really resonates with me and my time um, serving that university over the annual fund. Um, and after I received my master's there, I ended up moving into more broad community fundraising for United Way of Northeast Florida, which was an incredible opportunity to really network and understand who the key players are in our city that are really doing wonderful things in the nonprofit sector. But you also understand these folks are involved in the very involved in the business sector and really running, um, running businesses um, here in town. So and then um, after some time there, I wanted to work at a small shop and have a greater impact, direct impact with clients. And, and I really craved the opportunity to tell um, client stories. And I was connected with Beam out here in the Beaches community and I'm a Beaches resident. And um, I knew that the mission, um, providing basic needs for families was something that was really important to me in supporting my neighbors. And um, they hired me as um, the first ever uh, director of development um, for the organization. So it was just what a way to, to you know, provide direct service and in, in serving in a, you know, a, a newly created role and starting from the ground up. So that's been um, pretty exciting. Yeah. You know, in, in, in community, I think one of the things that's really interesting, and you almost stand at the center of all of these things, right? You have people with strengths and skills, people that can bring creative vision to our communities and um, educate, heal, inspire, inform, drive, all those sorts of things. You also have people with money, uh, people that have resources and revenue to um, support and empower those people, right? And to give them the resources they need to be successful. Likewise, you have people and places with needs from the smallest needs to very important and big needs, you know, from things like entertainment to uh, basic needs, right? So I'm curious, that takes a lot of uh, harmony weaving because those are competing interests. You've already talked about spending a lot of time in your car, going from place to place and actually doing it. But like, what, what are some of the ways that you kind of work to, um, to bring these people together, sometimes when they're coming from different worlds, you know? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, I think because I always have uh, either a community mindset or a philanthropic mindset, um, a lot of times that connectivity is really mission-based. Um, and so uh, one of the things that I really loved and love about the fundraising industry in general is I have the opportunity to network with people across industries and you hear and learn about so many different people and their stories and their careers 
Um, and so it's neat for us to come together with a similar passion or a similar mission around as, you know, something that's important to all of us. And so that doesn't necessarily mean it's only about Beam's mission or only about downtown council's mission, but coming up and, and really identifying um, some shared values um, with other individuals. It's almost going back to, and of course, Derek and I know you have uh, some improv background, but it goes back to saying yes, right? Yes, you know, yes. you're saying yes and, and kind of, it's, yep. it's what I'm hearing is like connection and using that to create momentum. Uh, so there's two things that I carry with me um, through my time in improv and doing Im improvisation comedy. Um, one is yes and, which is the, the number one rule, the first and foremost rule uh, where you essentially take what someone has given you and build upon it. You don't break it down. You don't say yes, but it's always yes and you build upon um, an idea or a concept. And the second thing is to really create an environment um, where you are cognizant of the size of your world. Yeah. So in an improv, um, in, in, in improv or on a stage, the smaller you can make that world or, you know, that stage and the more details and, and really the, the more you can dive into that specific scene as far as instead of zooming out and having all these distractions, the more difficult it is. And so um, I think that's what also attracted me to work for Beam is because I was doing large scale fundraising for United Way. But then when I thought about it and I said, well, if I can have a focus just only on the beaches area and that's, you know, we're just, we're focused on providing for all these families in the beaches area, how much could we accomplish if our world is this small? Right. You have to create something you can sort of um, build on and sustain and keeps generating energy that goes forward. But I feel like um, it's important at this moment that Derek asked a few questions because Derek has insight no one can touch, you know? So Derek, I'm going to turn it over to you. I see you have your microphone and you're ready to go. I'm just right here soaking all the yeah, well, you know, you think about the transition too of coming to me, but also the transition of how you work in downtown as well. And you say you've got all these skills that you use for being a, a develop, director of development for being, but how do you transition some of those things into what we're doing at the downtown council right now? Because we're serving a very different, uh, I'd say some are, are the same groups of people, but uh, there's a lot of different diversity groups in, the, in uh, from the two different areas. So like, how do you, with the work that we're doing at the downtown council, how have you transitioned some of those things that you've learned from universities uh, from this organization to to where we're at now? That's such a good question. And um, first and foremost, I don't know if you both know or if your fans know, but uh, <laughs> why I even came to join the downtown council. Um, and so this is kind of a funny story, but I, uh, when I was working for United Way prior to their uh, offices being located in the Jesse, uh, they met in University Club, which is located on the South Bank. And at the time, the United Way office was in that building. And so from sheer laziness, I picked downtown council because all I had to do was go up an elevator to a meeting and then come back down to my office. So that, <laughs> that is how it got started. You're not, um, you're not alone. There's, there's dozens of us, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And so uh, that is really how I sort of got my foot in the door. Um, but going back to your question, Derek, about how it all sort of connects, but, um, you know, I have developed such a sense of, of love and appreciation for the city. Um, and, uh, you know, I really felt like downtown council was a way for me to contribute. And so, 
I may not um, live downtown currently at the moment. That may change, you know. Um, but and I also don't have millions of dollars to pour into the city and you know develop things. But there are things that I can do, mm -hmm. um, skills that I can use to really elevate um, the conversations and for folks to really feel excited about what's going on downtown and and activated or engaged. Like I'm stealing some of Ob Umina's um, podcast words just because I love it resonates yeah. with me so much. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of how um, I started getting involved in, in downtown. And then after I left United Way and was no longer downtown, um, I was spending so much more time at the beach. Like I really felt downtown pulling me and, and really enriching, not only continuing those networking relationships that I had built, but just that I had something else other than you know, my work life or you know, my personal life out here, but I had you know, a deeper connection with, with some things that I was just super involved and engaged of. So I'm, I'm always one to drive downtown or to any area of town. It's okay if you live downtown, but you don't have to be in downtown to go to downtown. And you don't have to be living in downtown for it to be important to you and something that gives you energy in your life. But I, I wonder if you could just maybe to wrap up this conversation, uh, I want to go back to that topic of access with downtown and why is access so important downtown? And you've done that specifically in how you've connected people at downtown council. So I think you have some insight into what that looks like once we get past talking about the theory of it and actually doing the work. Yes. Um, we've had a lot of conversations about access and yeah. not only at the board level, but also with chamber yeah. uh, staff as far as what we're trying to build and to really um, allow us to try new things. And so I would share that, um, you know, we, we did a lot of new and different things in 2020 in some respects when you talk, Darren, about how we were able to pivot. I think my workload um, at my current job was so intense and stressful that my release, my relief and release <laughs> was pouring it into downtown council, which I know sounds crazy. It just, you know, there's a sense sometimes um, in the work that we do, there's a sense of helplessness. And I felt that we were such, uh, you know, a pivotal moment with downtown council that I wanted to feed off of that hopefulness that we had yeah. been building. And so, um, you know, first off, as you both know, like we have such an incredible board. And so I'm happy to, to brag about all this stuff we've done, but it's not me alone by any means. And both of you are on the board and, and I know to a small degree, you know, just the heavy lift that you um, contribute on such a regular basis with, you know, communications and podcasts and all that kind of stuff. So aside, there you go. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. So we and we'll just share what it's fun and we enjoy it. It is. It's so much fun. We have such a great time. Um, but when we decided to pivot to zoom, we did so very quickly. Mm -hmm. Very. I think that next week we had something up and running when it was supposed to be an in-person meeting. Mm -hmm. And that is really attributed to the board. But what we found is by doing things on Zoom, um, we lowered the barriers to access. Yeah. And it was a free event, which our downtown council meetings had never been free. It was always, you know, a certain amount for members and a higher amount for non-members. 
And so when we opened it up and lowered the barriers to access, it, it seemed a lot less, um, you know, there was less, maybe less skin in the game, but at the same token, you had an opportunity to just hear what we were all about mm-hmm. and learn and be a part of it and engage in dialogue and conversations through the chat and, and through the group. I think that's really where we started to see the magic happen and other people felt comfortable checking us out and then you know people continued to get involved and and so we're starting to see um more and more new faces on our calls but in addition more and more new members because they're really seeing the value and want to be a part of it yeah so gracie thank you very much for joining us on uwp show Thank you. This was such a pleasure. I'm first time, long time. (laughs) (laughs) That's so awesome. Derek, it's time for a little segment that we like to call on-brand, off-brand. On-brand, (laughs) off-brand. And uh, the purpose of on-brand, off-brand, we we tend to talk about Jacksonville brands, Florida brands, sometimes higher ed brands. Um, And uh, the purpose of that is to kind of get a feel for are the activities, are the new things we're reading in the news in line with that brand, a la on brand, or are they not in line with that brand, a la off brand, right? So Mm -hmm. we might say the Jaguars have a reputation for losing and they are at this moment still currently losing. So they are on on brand, brand. (laughs) (laughs) unfortunately. But we tried to go a little deeper than Sure, yeah. But so the, the... what is on brand for the new Jacksonville? Inclusion, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to like lead us there. Sure. I'm just saying events have brought us to that point. Yep. What do you think? Well, I think that is a good discussion now too, because you're we're talking about a city that's really growing right now. There's a lot. I mean, one thing yeah. we talked about earlier is there's been a lot changed since we've been here for three years. And even like you just said, even just since the show, we started doing the show. But um a, a ton has happened as far as growth in Jacksonville yes. and just th- this year. Um, and obviously like people from all over the country are moving to Northeast Florida. Um, and also there's plenty of changes happening in the city. I know there's things like uh, new mayor's race, new sheriff's race, things like right. that. Or new leadership, po- new leadership uh, is happening. guaranteed to come in because our right. current mayor is, is a, a lame duck as they say. He's on, <laughs> he's on his way out. He's right. not enacting new legislation and et cetera. So there's, you know, there's a lot of people activated on on what they want to do and what they want to change in this city. But there's a band of people who are all dedicated to one thing, and, and that's seeing Jacksonville grow and be prosperous in, in the light that it's supposed to be in, not be in another city. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What another, do you think? Another thing I think that's on brand uh, for Jacksonville's music. Yeah. And, and I say that because, of course, we had um, uh, our history of music here, which is deep, very deep. Right. But also we've had um, a lot of artists getting signed and we've talked about them, uh, lands and groups like that, that have gone on and done things here. Then we also have a music history museum that's being built uh, and put into what Mm -hmm. was an old casket factory. So we have a sort of a rehab project going on. We have a lot of people really digging into um, how far back that musical history goes here and how diverse it is. Right. Uh, A lot of that's even in the new book by... uh, um, the Secret Jacksonville book uh, that uh, 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 who's it? Ben Delaney is that? Right? I'm not. From, I'm not super sure. Bill, sorry, excuse me. I, please forgive me. But but from uh, Bill Delaney from the Jackson has put out this really cool book called Secret Jacksonville with all these fun stories, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of which are relating to music and and like you know 
bass music in Jacksonville and things like that. So I think music, like it was, it was on brand before, uh, yeah, still on still brand on for brand. us now, and maybe more important than ever. City of talent, you know. I, everyone's a star in Jacksonville. Yeah, for sure. I, I really feel that way. I mean, everyone, everyone's talented, and you can put on whatever performance you want on the streets. Kind of, all, kind of all started as underdogs too, and they kind of rise to for sure rise to light over time. You can't you can't but count out Jacksonville. I'll tell you that you can't count out Duval. That's not going to happen. So where's our trend going? You know, we've mentioned a few things. Yeah, we've we're on brand in a few areas, and there's a few areas that we're we're a little off brand. But there's growth I, happening here. There's leadership change going to be happening here. Where, where do you think? Like, I think we're trending on brand. I, mm. I think the truth of of uh, Jacksonville is we've had some hard fights here. Uh, they've come out more or less the right way, yeah. um, as much as we would like them to be as good as possible. Right. Um, but, you know, important uh, discussions about this city that we've had. So I don't know. I, I think uh, in that way, we're on brand. Like you said, the growth is going in that direction. And I think that people are starting to understand that Jacksonville already has a brand. Right. It's just how we manage and think and shape that brand. And it's taken a long time for Jacksonville to get around to that part of the brand conversation. It's the reason the consulting and all that stuff hasn't been working, right? <laughs> but people, we need to now give Jacksonville permission to be Jacksonville. And I think in doing that, we develop the brand. So I feel like we're trending more yeah. toward it. I think we got a lot of work to do. I'm irritated. The city government here is worthless. I'll just say that. I mean, they, they, they don't care. Yeah. They're not taking us seriously. And they're, they're going to they're gonna start probably, right? Because there's going to be a lot of angry voters out there. They're going to be asking serious questions, but uh, those things can be solved. Leadership comes and goes, but once a city finds a vision for itself, it's pretty hard to stop it. And I do think we're heading in that direction. But I'm curious, young Derek. Yeah, and, and for I shouldn't sure. say young Derek. Yeah, just now, the, the simply why y, Y-U-N-G. There's no O in it. <laughs> I like that, young Derek. Yeah, what do you think? No, I, I would agree with that too. And I think there's so many, there's a lot of aspects of, of Jacksonville that are bringing people together. We've got like um, our entertainment opportunities are, are right. growing. Culture. Things, event, right, cultural events and, and um, the appreciation of arts is now being represented even better. Um, and we'll continue to get better too. This is a this is a place where those are supposed to be celebrated as apart from other parts in the country. Right. Just because that talent, a lot of it comes from here too. That's right. Um, and then also just the fact, just some of those things reflecting on what you talked about too. I, there's a lot of people behind that message and sure. that feeling of inclusion. And um, they want to see it here in a, in a place that they can call home. We don't want to deflect people who are coming in. We want to welcome people because Jacksonville does have a very diverse uh, crowd of people from from everywhere, and they br they bring their their self with them, and they want to they want to um, enjoy Jacksonville for what it is. And and if we're going to keep those people, it's going to need to be an on brand Jacksonville. So, so if you're thinking on brand, you're thinking we're trending on. Brand. I think we're trending on brand. Yeah. So Derek, uh, on the way out the door, thank you for, for the Jaguars. <laughs> thank you for all the good work you do in producing DW Co. Always, show. yeah. I don't think people understand, but Derek puts this show together, and we do it by hook or by crook. You'll notice. We put it out with a mistake. We don't care. You want to know why? Because other marketing agencies can't even get this stuff out. We got to, you know, <laughs> we have the ability to do it because we think about our network and we think about integrating it. So, Derek, thank you for the work you've done uh, prepping this to this point. And I, the floor is yours, as always, sure. uh, to close us out. Well, I think we kind of already covered this one in the opening segment. It's, it's just important enough to to reiterate, but 
I'll allow us to do it together. Your network is your net worth. Your network is your net worth. Your network is your. All right.